Welcome to the Real Voices Podcast, where we explore the personal journeys of real estate professionals through their own unique challenges and successes. Real Voices is brought to you by Equitable Title and Escrow, providing a better approach to title and escrow through team support and innovative services. Welcome, welcome to another great episode. We have another great guest. I am your host, Marla Randolph. We have Todd Sumney with us here, Chief Industry Officer of HomeSmart International. Good morning, Appreciate Marla. You. Appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah. Hey, so I always like to ask the why. Um, why why are you why are you in this particular industry? What what made you get into it and, and how long have you been around? I would say that Real estate is one of those few careers and few industries that um, when you dip your toe in the water, it just um, it just keeps drawing you in. And then once you get bitten by the bug and you love the industry, you love the people, you want to continue to be a part of it. You want to continue to grow. And that's what happened to me. I came up through the advertising agency industry, okay. uh, graphic design firms, ad agencies, helping companies build their brands. And at some point along the way, we started working with real estate agents, real estate brokerages, helping them build their brands. And I got hooked. I loved the agents. I loved the brokers, loved the business. I loved seeing the results that they could achieve by applying some marketing branding to their business. Right. And that's kind of what, I mean, I'd it'd be scared to count up all the years how long ago that was, <laughs> but... It's been a while back, but I've loved it ever since. And I love working with agents. I love working with professionals like you. Awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, you know, during the downturn, 2008 and nine, kind of got out of the industry, but it was just calling me back, calling me back. So, yeah, I totally agree. Thank you. Love that. So um, talk to me a little bit about what, what you're foreseeing upcoming and uh, I guess the, the coming year here, um, some of the trends that you're you're watching and what, what can agents be excited for, I guess, for the coming year? You know, that's a great question or a great place to start. Um, you know, every year this time of year, we do get a lot of inquiries about uh, a recap of last year, um, a look forward to next year. I recently wrote an article for Real Estate Magazine about okay, 2021 is behind us. What's what's ahead of us in 2022? What are some opportunities to look for? And, um, you know, in preparing, preparing for that article, as well as preparing for today, I, you know, I did what I typically do. I look at the data. I look at the industry. I look at the stats. And I look at the trends. And there's a couple little unique ones that stand out. Um, the first one really makes me laugh. And it has to do with what's going on just with our media and our business. And I think that not only in our world in general is media sensationalized and oftentimes opinion, not news, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It's happening in real estate. And there's been so much talk about the diminishing role of a real estate agent Mm -hmm. and about the rise of technology. And I think that it's so um, interesting and we... Um, believe here at HomeSmart that the real estate agent is always going to be the center of the transaction. Everything we do is designed to help the agent grow their business. And their role may shift a little bit because of technology. And we want to use technology to help them be more efficient. Mm -hmm. And to do more transactions, yes, the consumer has more information available to them. So maybe that means that some of the things we have to used to have to do, we don't have to do anymore. Because now the agent ha- or the customer has that info, 
but it's being replaced by other tasks that we do need to do. Okay. So the first trend that I that makes me laugh and chuckle is when I read those news news articles about the diminishing role of the realtor. But the statistics show the use of a realtor going up. Interesting. And the client's dependence on us to provide them a valuable service going up, not down. And I'll give you some examples. If you went home tonight and you put your address in on the internet and said, how much is my home worth? You would probably uh, see five or six or seven different conflicting points of view of the value of your home. But yet if you called in two or three realtors to do a comparative market analysis of your your home, I would bet you that they would be within dollars of each other. Makes sense. And it just goes to show the professionalism and the skill set that realtors have. Mm -hmm. And what I've seen is the amount of information that's out there on the Internet that is out there available. It often confuses agents. It overwhelms or excuses uh, customers. It confuses customers. It overwhelms customers. And so, therefore, the realtor has actually taken on a more prominent, more important role and... Um, I see examples every day of agents, top real estate agents, helping their customers navigate the real estate process and consumers needing that. So the number one is the use of a realtor is going up, not down. Don't believe what you read. That's it. That's interesting. I appreciate that perspective because, you know, at, at times I get caught up in the whole, man, I don't know where's where's the real estate agent going to be in because of technology. So right. I really do appreciate that coming in and understanding that the, the professionalism that they really truly do bring. So, right. Yeah. Cool. Um, so as far as 2020, I guess one of the things I, I want to kind of touch on is the, what has COVID done to the industry that you see that we probably won't go back to or things that have, that have changed. Um, that that's we- a great question. And um, that, that that's again, plays into that trend that I see of our real estate business has gone more virtual, mm-hmm. and it has become more efficient, not, not less efficient. We have used technology to now go online. We can now show a property virtually. Right. People can buy a, uh, a home. They can buy real estate from another country, uh, sight unseen, right. in person, meaning that they, they can see pictures, they can see videos. A real estate agent could walk through a home with a a video that they're doing FaceTime, Facebook Live, whatever they might be doing, and a customer can see the home and see the property. Uh, We have Zoom. Zoom, you know, how many of us four years ago (laughs) were Zooming every day? (laughs) Right. But yet today we Zoom every day and everyone has a Zoom account. And I could easily fire up a Zoom account and walk any customer through a property via Zoom in an instant. And so um, I think that COVID has actually made us more efficient because instead of having to get into a car and driving around town um, for an hour and a half, we can kind of tour five or six properties virtually, choose which one or two we want to go see, and then get in a car and go see those properties. And then, so it's made us more efficient. I like that. like it. I appreciate that. And then we tie some of that efficiency real quick into yeah. some of our apps. Okay. You know, one that. of the things that um, for those HomeSmart agents that are listening, our Real Smart client app has evolved so much that it is, uh, you know, tied into the GPS. Uh, consumers can see homes near them. 
-hmm. They're tethered to their agent. So if you're my customer, I'm an agent, I send you a text, I send you an email, you don't download my app, my name, my information, my contact info is there. And when we're searching for properties, you like a property, you hit the little heart, you know, I'm immediately notified. I know that you saved that property, that you liked it. And then I create showings. The showings are tied into the MLS uh, or into the GPS so it can create driving directions. Mm. Or we can do them virtually. So I know you like these three properties. Let's do three quick virtual tours. I love it. Yeah. Tip, little tools and tips. I, I love that. Just efficiency is in, crucial in, in our industry right now, for sure. Totally. Trying to keep up with all the, you know, all the things, little tasks that, that you have to do. So right. appreciate that. Yep. Um, I'm just thinking about agents who are either newer or trying to retool their branding, uh, trying to retool, just restart. What are some of the some of the things that you or some ideas that you can give to maybe retool or just get going? Well, number one, I would say join in as fast as possible on our brand new business builder series, which we just launched this week okay. called Drive to Five Roadmap to Success, uh, designed to get a brand new agent from their zero, you know, zero transactions to their first one, second one up to their fifth transaction as fast as possible to get an existing agent. Maybe that's trying to retool their brand. Maybe they've had a robust business and it's wavered a little bit in the last couple of years. They want to kick it up a notch on their marketing. So our object is to get them to do five more transactions than they did last year. And for those real aggressive go-getters, I want them to do five times the amount of business. Mm -hmm. And I, we've done that. You know, We've worked with agents in the last couple of years that have gone from five transactions to 25 and uh, you know, five to 40. Yeah. You know, they can do it. And so uh, there's a lot of information, um, collaboration, sharing of ideas that's out there in the industry. One great place to start is the HomeSmart uh, webinar series, uh, Drive to Five and the Business Builders. Those are going to be going on all the way up until the end of February okay. when we conduct our national convention. And then they're going to even continue on for three months after that. Okay. So it's really going to be a year-long program. But additionally, I would say that all agents are surrounded by other agents who want to help, okay. who want to help them get better. And I've often said there's no, uh, you know, new ideas under the sun. You know, right, it's right. no shame in copying what another agent is doing. Right. And so two quick things. One, I would follow as many top agents in other states as possible. Okay. We talk about this in our social media training where you can search who's the top agent in Los Angeles and follow them on Instagram and Facebook and watch what they do mm. and then mirror that in your local area. There's no shame in copying what another agent right. is doing. I agree with that. Right. Num number two, you know from all the agents that you rub shoulders with in all of our offices, there's plenty of agents that would be willing to help other agents, right. yep. whether it be mentoring them and maybe even um, teams and networks that are growing. I see teams and networks growing very big throughout our organization. And that's agents helping other agents. Right. But then also just one-on-one -on -one agents where uh, a top agent, some, some agents would say, oh, I can't go ask him. <laughs> yeah, I can't ask him for yeah. help. But I bet you if you did, mm -hmm. they would be willing to reach out and they would help. Yeah. They might go on your first listing appointment with yeah. you. Yeah. Right. Yep. There are plenty of agents 
are surrounding you, I would ask for help. Get into a mentor program. Yeah. Ask for a mentor. And if you don't want to go to the full mentor route, just ask another agent for help. Absolutely. Route, I love it. You know, ask ideas. That. Yeah. Yep. I'm thinking about what Earl Nightingale had to say. You know, take a, someone that you are, you look up to, ask them to lunch and buy the lunch for them and just pick yeah. their brain for a couple of minutes. So, exactly. Yeah, I love yes. that. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank yep. you. Yep. Um, so just thinking, uh, kind of still going along those lines, um, like when you when you receive a phone call from an agent who may be struggling with something, what are, what are you seeing? What are the what are the struggles that agents are having? Another great question. Um, in all my years of working with agents on marketing, the number one pitfall I think that I've seen agents fall into is they make something too complicated. And so they're struggling with something and they make it huge. And then it becomes something huge for them to overcome. And they want to make it very complicated. And the more they obsess on it, the more complicated it gets. And then they're like, I don't have time to fix that. I don't have time to do that. So they just don't do anything. And instead, I try to really teach agents to boil it down to the simple and begin with something. Just do something. And so if, for example, you've seen your past customers begin to work with other agents instead of you, okay, you lost touch Mm -hmm. with your past clients. And so you can either focus on it and wallow in it, I guess, or obsess with it that, oh, you know, be negative and all my clients are you working with other people (laughs) or you can do something about it. So one day I know of, a, of an agent that they'd been in business for a while and they'd really lost touch with all their customers. Some of their customers, even for five years, they haven't talked to. Wow. Okay. And they were embarrassed. And they were like, I can't go back and I can't reach out to those people again. Mm-hmm. And um, we you know, encouraged him, okay, just give it a try. Every single person in your database, I want you to reach out, fall on the sword, Hey, uh, shame on me. I'm so sorry that I haven't kept in touch with you, but I ran across something the other day that reminded me of you. I was thinking about you, and I just wanted to say hi. I really enjoyed working with you, enjoyed our time together. If you ever need help or information or if you just want to go grab coffee and catch up, I'd love to know what's going on in your life. Yeah. You know, And shame on me. I should have kept in touch, but now I'm reaching out. Right. He was so shocked at how many people... <laughs> actually gave him a hall pass Mm. and basically said, oh, so great to hear from you. My wife and I were just talking about you the other day. Believe it or not, we were talking about doing this in real estate. Mm. Can you help? And he was shocked that just by owning it and um, just taking a first step, and his first step was 10 people a day until he got through his 500 people. I love that. 50 days later, you know, all of a sudden he was engaged with all his, you know, people. It was um, it was a good thing to see. Man, I appreciate you sharing that. Um, I do have a, you know, it's one of those things I talk to, especially newer agents who are struggling with maybe their sphere. I'm like, but you have people who love you and your cell phone right now. Just touch them. Just let them know you love them, right? Right. Yeah. Well, and that's why you asked, okay, if you're struggling with something, what's your advice to an agent struggling with it? And it's set a simple one, two, or three things that you can do and tackle it. Mm. You know, don't foster, you know, don't fester, let it fester, and just don't do nothing. 
Instead, just tackle it. So if you're struggling with something, tackle it head on. I like and it. Don't make it complicated. Eat do the frog. Something. Eat the frog, right? Eat the frog. Yeah. Just go do it. I, yeah. I like it. I like it. You know? Okay. So, yeah. I like that. Um, so just kind of looking at maybe other tools and tips, um, you know, I know that there's agents who are struggling with just getting their clients' offers accepted. Um, is there any, any advice you have going along those lines, how, how to move forward with that? Well, immediately, yeah, two things come to mind when it comes to getting offers accepted. Mm -hmm. um, we do know that we are in a low inventory market still. We still have cash offers that are out there right. that are um, competitive. Uh, just as a point of reference, you know, um, I was looking at a chart this morning from the National Association of Realtors. They are predicting home sales to stay pretty steady next year. Yeah. And, um, you know, to be very near the number of homes that were this year. So, um, you know, as far as a volume level, you know, um, we're still going to have a similar market that we have some of these challenges mm -hmm. that we still need to deal with. So a couple things come to mind. And one is uh, our HomeSmart SmartBridge product. Okay. And the second would be the Knock HomeSwap product. Okay. And meaning that you, there are products out there that can help get your customer pre-approved for a cash offer. Yeah. And you can choose to use it or not. You can, as long as you just get them approved. Mm -hmm. So if I was working with a buyer right now, I would make sure that I talked to the professionals at SmartBridge and, um, you know, through a partnership with Equitable Title and Minute Mortgage, um, they have a program that is designed to help agents get their customers pre-approved. And they have a letter of basically that is treated where an offer can be treated like it's a cash offer. Mm. And you don't have to use it unless you need it. So now you found that home that your client loves, you're gonna make an offer, and you, you know, maybe you know there's stiff competition or there's not, you know, maybe you don't have to use it. But if you do, then you have it already prepared, and that weekend in the two-hour window when you have to make the offer, right? Right. right. Now you've got this pre-approved letter already done. So number one thing is every one of my buyers, I would get them pre-approved with SmartBridge. And if you don't know what it is, don't get complicated with the details. Just talk to the team members at you know Equitable Title, Minute Mortgage, and they'll fill you in. Minute um, Smart Title, they'll fill you in, and then have that in your back pocket. Yeah. Number two, Knock is one of our HomeSmart preferred preferred partners, and um, what they have is they have a program that. Um, an agent can submit a cash offer. They can actually purchase the offer, move into the new home um, prior to even selling their old home. And right. so it's called the home swap. Yeah. So you end up buying a home first, as long as you have a certain amount of equity in your existing home. And um, but maybe you can't qualify to, you know, do that on your own or, you know, um, they mortgages. make it really easy. Yeah. They make yeah. it so easy. You just you purchase the new home and then you. Later on, you move into the new home and then you sell your old home. Yeah. And so it's called the Knock Home Swap Program. And if you haven't learned about that, go attend the webinars, figure it out, and um, become certified. And even if you don't use it, that's a point of conversation with your clients right. next year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're talking about, oh, I've heard from all my friends. The market's really hot right now. And, yeah, but I'm an expert in this Home Smart or home swap uh, program, I can help you, yeah, you know? And it. so it creates a conversation yeah. and it sometimes can create transactions out of nowhere. 
I love that. Love that. Makes sense. Yeah, totally. Those are some great tools, um, tips. So agents, you got it. You got it. Um, I was thinking, just thinking along the lines of, um, you know, moving forward with farming. Um, it's like, how do you approach that? How do you, or how do you teach the approach to farming? What does that look like from your perspective? Well, number one, back to the use of a realtor, you know, being more important. It's all about sphere marketing okay. and it's about farming. Sphere marketing is another form of marketing. You're just going to pick a neighborhood mm -hmm. and you're going to go farm every house in that neighborhood and you're going to make that neighborhood your sphere. Right. And I think that agents should be spending 80% of their time on sphere marketing Interesting. and um, farming marketing because Statistics show us that's where the business comes from. Okay. For a typical realtor, 84, 82% of their business comes from sphere of influence and referrals. Okay? Right. So why wouldn't you focus your time there? So that's number one what I do. Um, and when, you, when it goes to farming that neighborhood, one of my best tactics that I love, it's called the mini CMA. Okay. And it's called the mini neighborhood report. And you just pick two or three homes a day and there are plenty of sources out there that you can buy the homeowner information for an entire neighborhood. Okay. So you've got their address, their information. In some cases, you'll have an email. In some cases, you'll have a mobile phone number. You create a report that just says, this is what's going on in your neighborhood right now. So the other day, as an example, prepping for a class, I pulled my exact neighborhood. I have 200 homes in my neighborhood. Okay. There were four homes for sale. Okay. Three of them were already under contract. Only one wasn't under contract. And it was fairly new to the market. And in my specific little neighborhood within the neighborhood, there was nothing for sale. Okay. And so if I was talking to homeowners in those areas, I would be saying, look, this is what's going on in the neighborhood. There's only four homes for sale. Three are already under contract. One is new to the market. What that tells us is that your neighborhood's in high demand. And, um, you know, I just want you to know that whenever you're ready to talk about buying or selling, you know, I'm an expert in your neighborhood and I'm here to help. Oh, awesome. And I just want you to know that your home's in high demand right now. People are looking to buy homes like yours. And if that interests you, give me a call. And I've worked with agents to do these mini neighborhood reports. And what we've learned is it creates inventory out of nowhere. Mm. So it actually is a great way to farm right? because you're letting people know at the very least that you're a realtor available to help. But then next thing you know, they could actually, you know, oh, I didn't know this. Right. Get somebody's attention. And I'll tell you from personal experience, I was busy a year, year and a half ago. Um, I was very busy at work and just, you know, and somebody sent me an email about what was going on in my neighborhood and it got my attention and I ended up listing my home, buying a new one and moving. I, I remember hearing you say that. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what that spurred interest. it. Yeah. And, and then, so we worked with other agents to do more of that yeah. and then they got great results. Makes sense. Makes so sense. So farming is, is very powerful. Makes sense. Just do it. So when you're thinking about choosing a neighborhood, how would, how do you go about that? Do you choose somewhere close to where you live, wherever? How, how do, what are your thoughts along that? I would say 
to any realtor listening right now, any real estate agent, do not let your own boundaries constrain you. I know of a team in, uh, in a certain area of the country. They farm eight neighborhoods in their area, and they only live in one of them. But they had such success farming their own neighborhood. They said, let's go one more neighborhood over. Let's go two neighborhoods over. Now let's go three neighborhoods over. And some people would think, well, wait a minute. There's other realtors that live in those neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. You're getting out of your zone. <laughs> Don't go too far. Don't spread yourself too thin. But this, um, this team, this agent and a couple other top agents, they together, the three of them, they farm eight different neighborhoods. Mm. Okay. So I wouldn't let the number of neighborhoods limit you. Okay. I would say it's it's powerful if you live in the neighborhood, and but don't don't let that stop you from farming a neighborhood you don't live in. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I love that. Thank you. It uh, clears clarifies me for me. So yeah. Um, just thinking about social media and its its importance to a, a, an agent. Um, where do you, where would someone start saying, oh, there's plenty of agents who come into the industry like, I really don't care about Facebook and, you know. So where do, where do you start with that and how do you convince them? <laughs> well, I'd, I would um, I would say in today's talk, I've already set the importance of sphere of influence mm -hmm. marketing, right? Right. Um, so what is social media? Who's yeah. on your yeah. social media right. accounts? Yeah, it's, it's your it's, sphere. It's your sphere. Yeah. It's friends, family, neighbors, coworkers, um, past coworkers, schoolmates, schoolmates from high school, mm -hmm. schoolmates from college, um, fraternity brothers, sorority sisters, people you know from church, people you know from Little League. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's all of those different groups. People that love rock climbing like you do. Right. People that love four wheeling like you do. Whatever. Bowling, those of you that love bowling, I'm sure that there's people <laughs> on your social media that, yep. that are all about bowling, right? Yep. So sphere of social media marketing to me is social is sphere of influence marketing on steroids. Hmm. And also the reason why the use of a realtor is going up, not down, is because the relationship with the consumer is important. Social media should not be you selling. It should not always be professional. At times, you should be posting personal posts, mm -hmm. very personal posts, posts that uh, show you maybe in shorts yeah. instead of a suit and tie, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. um, people want to see you be real. Right. And then you, what it does is it strengthens these relationships and it builds the relationships and then there's a phenomenon that happens. Um, I'm sure you've heard of the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, <laughs> right? Where like any seven people can get to know, you know, yeah. someone, right? Um, I think that social media does that for real estate business and puts it on steroids. I often talk in some of the classes about how I was working with a brand new agent, and they had no sphere, they had no business, they were trying, you know struggling and they were scared mm -hmm. how am i going to get my business off the ground and he said you know and i don't want to go to my friends and family <laughs> because i don't want to be that pushy insurance salesman that's like hey buy for me right and we worked with him and we said then don't go to them and say hey buy for me go to them and say hey you all know what i'm doing mm 
And you know what I'm trying to do with my career? You know the intent of my heart that I'm here to serve customers and help them buy and sell homes when they when they need to, to help investors buy real estate. Whatever they need, I'm here to serve. So I'm asking you to just to help me get the word out and tell your friends and your families and friends and keep your ear to the ground. And if you hear something, will you help me? And will you pass them on to me? And so when he did this, he had this outpouring of support of people who knew he was trying to transfer from this industry that he hated mm-hmm. and build a new career in real estate that he loved. And they wanted to support him. And one day he got his first transaction. And I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like this. He had a friend who had a brother who was sitting having lunch with a coworker who that coworker's brother was getting married and he and his fiance needed to buy a home. Wow. That's like five layers yeah. deep. Yeah. That's how he got his first transaction. And it came from social media, marketing. And what do people do when they say, who's your realtor? Who's your friend? They go look you up. Mm-hmm. And they went and they looked up the agent. They connected with him on social media. Next thing you know, he had his first transaction. And from then on, he was hooked on sphere marketing. Mm-hmm. So I think social media is powerful. I think that we need to provide value. We need to be real. At times, we need to make people laugh. In right. times, we need to inspire. Mm-hmm. You know, all different kinds of posts. Don't make it the same posts over and over. And don't make it all about real estate. I used to have an algorithm. <laughs> it was like for every, I think you every real estate post, you needed to do seven other posts that great. were non-real estate it's related. A great algorithm. Right? I love it. So. I, I do. I, I say those same things because I often, you know, I'm friends with tons of real estate agents. So that's all that I see is houses, houses, houses. And I'm like, do you yeah. not have a life? Like, you got to have a life. I, I agree. And yeah. people want to see that. They're going to look you up. For people sure. do. Awesome. Yep. And that's where the other thing is, just reach out and congratulate other people. Mm-hmm. Hey, my son went off to college today. Yeah. How many people say, congratulations? You know, mm-hmm. I remember when he was four years old at the soccer field, Boom. right? And now he's off to college. Congratulations. I'm so happy for you. And then if I was an agent, I would put that in my calendar and I would ask them to remind me a year later mm. that Todd and Kari's son went off to college today. And a year later, get a notice, and I would like, I don't know, create a little gift or a little pop by or send out a note and just say, hey, a year ago, you know, your son went off to college. How's he doing? How's he going? Yeah. Okay. I love it. I love it's it. It's little secrets like that when I interview top agents and they're like, don't tell anybody. <laughs> this is what I do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. And those little powerful things. And then other agents, I share it with them and then they pick it up and they're successful. So, um, you know, we're just sharing secrets here yep. from I other top it. agents. I, love it. I appreciate that. Well, I appreciate your time. Uh, do you have anything else you want to want to to cover or talk? No, about? No, I'm sure we... I probably hey, talked no, way was, too much. You know, it's great. man. Uh, really some great content, uh, some great tips for for people to, to come away with. So I appreciate that. Awesome. Well, awesome. if if um, someone wanted to reach out to you and get a hold of you, how would they be able to do that? You know, obviously, you can call into the front desk. I also have some teammates that can help me uh, at times, but you can email me here at HomeSmart. Uh, reach out to me on Facebook. I'm going to try to do a better job myself of that next year. Hey, I appreciate you coming on. So, thank you so much. No, thank you, Marlo. It's great yeah. seeing you.